Savior Jesus Christ, this is a day that the Lord has made. We will, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We are excited about what today holds. It is Wednesday. And according to my watch, it's the 8th of the month of February, 2023. And when I tell you, there's a million topics to talk about. Um, there's much to talk about, but we got some great things going on this weekend. Um, Heaven's Harvest Ministries and KFP and and um, it's his time. I'll all be in a certain place. It's called Heaven's Harvest Ministries building in Alpharetta, in Alpharetta, Georgia. And we are getting ready for the Proverbs Principles Conference. I'm telling you now, it's going to be tremendous. It's going to be great. God's hand is already upon it. We have some great speakers. Um, Dean, Eugene, Mark, oh my goodness. Just some great people speaking and we look forward to just having that place of bringing forth what the word of God says, how we should place them in our lives. We have some great authors that are going to be there as well. Um, in between some things, we just have a full day. Um, you've got to make your way out. Come and join us. Come um, bless the Lord with us. Come get in and hear this word. And I'm telling you, you might want to get in on it this year because next year is going to be even more phenomenal. It's a building process, and um, I, you notice I'm already proclaiming that the one in 2024 is going to be magnificent. We're setting an early stage of great speakers, the early stage of phenomenal speakers that are believers. They love God. They love everything about the Word of God. They love prayer, and they love who God is. Oh, I throw in they love me too. Amen. So that's, that's always a good one. Amen. And to all of the believers on today, I know you love me as well. I love y'all as well. And um, now outside of that, oh, there is so much going on in society. Now, I don't know which direction. I'm going to go with Sister Ellery. We could talk about life progressions in, in the will of God. And she said, I can go any direction I want to go in. Amen. So that should make this very exciting. God has his hand upon her so she can answer anything. I don't have to worry. I can ask her about the economy and this State of the Union speech by Biden and what's going on in Turkey and Syria and um, the earthquakes. I know I can ask anything. Amen. And she will have an answer or she'll find somebody with it in the name of Jesus. So we're excited about so many um, great things in our lives. Now, as you get ready for the progressions of God and all he's going to do, you need to get ready. It's going to be a great season to receive growth and prosperity and elevation. There's going to be some magnificent things that's going to turn your life around. It's going to put you right in the blessed pocket of God and, and all of his miraculous things that he's going to do for it. On today, we have this joy. Let me tomorrow. We have again, Dr. GNP, and she's going to be talking taxes. I hope y'all got your stuff together. You can't be just doing anything. And some people don't do right on their taxes. God go get them. All right. You get that money now. But boy, that fire and brimstone is something on the other side when you're new to do and you just refuse to. All right. 
I'm selfish folk. Hey man, maybe I should have kept that out. Hey man, I, I praise God for all that He produces through me. Um, this is it's His time. It has been going well. God has had His hand upon us. If you have anything that you want to text those who know my number, you can go ahead and text me. Everyone else, you can email at tpoliumsr at itshistime dot co. We got some wonderful things. If you want to sign up for some of them, just go to hh mbam.com and you can get in there and um, sign up for some of the things you might like to attend but on today let's get started we're going to have um titus 2 commercial when we come back from that commercial we're going to have once again y'all know this is going to be wild we're going to have sister mrs joy ellerby and she's going to be answering whatever god opens up for us this is going to be something i call you blessed here we go now, titus 2 Tune in to the Titus 2 Show on Fridays at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live with your host, Joy Ellerby. On the Titus 2 Show, we want you to join the conversation. But what are we talking about? We're talking about transparency and accountability. We're encouraging one another in our most holy faith. And we're laying the biblical foundation for you to apply God's word to your everyday life. So make sure you tune in to the Titus 2 Show on Fridays at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live. Stay praying, stay believing, and stay Titus 2 living. All right, y'all, here we go. I don't know what's wrong with my camera. Hey, man, I'm going to do my job on this element. We're going to fix it, and we're going to get it straight in some kind of way. And um, I know that our engineer is going to widen me or get me just right in some form. Oh, look at God. Amen. Jesus might be the center of my joy, but my engineer is the center of putting me in my place in my pocket. Amen. I know he's been waiting on me to say that. He put me in my place. Amen. And I thank God for it. Thank you, Brother Tate. I needed to be put in my place. Amen. Thank God. Hey, Sister Joy Ellerby, how you doing? How you doing today? I'm doing well, sir. How are you doing today? I am tremendous. I'm excited about all this going on. I'm ready to get to these questions. I wanted to get to this conversation, this dialogue, and I know it's going to be something amazing, but I uh, digress for a second. I, you know, I told you, I said, I need you to talk about what is, okay, what's happening today? What's the big one today? What What are you doing today? And if you want to throw in a little bit of yesterday, you can, all the activities that went on yesterday. What you got? Okay, so on... Uh, on Monday and Tuesday, um, yesterday and, and Monday, I was at the Christian Product Expo in Columbus and met some wonderful people, had a wonderful time, and was able to share about the adventures of Chuma and Specs with some other authors and retailers and, and bookstores and all that. And the beautiful thing about it is um, I was able to share with a publisher and he looked through the book and he smiled and he said, you did this correctly. A lot of people may not understand the value of writing a certain way for children's books. And he said that one liner at the end of the book, me too, um, sex telling Chuma, me too. Uh, he said, I love that. I love that one liner because you have all this extra space and you zero in on that one line. And I looked at him and I said, well, to God be the glory. I had no <laughs> training. It was just a matter of how God gave it to me 
to write it. So I take no credit for it. I speak to vision, did what God said to do. Um, and so because of that, uh, it makes me so excited even more about today. And, right. to, <laughs> and today, and I, of course, I have to uh, bring in Baxter, which is um, the voice uh, who does the voice is Sister Shekila Coleman of Heaven's Harvest Ministry. She's the voice of Baxter the Duck. And she has been tremendous in coordinating with um, shelters and, and, and resources and centers for us to actually go in and do a kid's story time because that was a vision that you gave us. And so being able to put feet to that vision is a tremendous blessing. So I'll be obedient. Today at 7 p.m., we are going to live safe, uh, resources, and we're going to do a kid's story time at 7 p.m. <laughs> I don't have a button that I'm supposed to hit that does all the clapping and stuff. I haven't been trained in that by the engineer. Uh, maybe he'll train me in it later to do all the clapping and things. Oh, I'm, I, I was listening to you, Sister Elderby. I was listening to you. You made that sound so simple. I just put feet to the vision of God. You made it sound like it's just no, there's no complication there. They're just do what he says. And, you know, you hear so many testimonies, how they fought with God and they battled mm-hmm. with God and the angel held them all night and all of that kind of stuff. And I don't know if you heard how you sound. It sounds like your transition from his voice to the wheel was simple. Could you talk about that? I know that's going in a left turn, but because you made it sound so simple. Could you talk about um, going from vision to just doing his wheel and letting it happen? It is it's such a, a simple process, but coming out of making it complex, because um, I can remember when I made it difficult and challenging and made it, you know, it was a, a two day event or a three day event of me just whining and complaining about what God gave me to do or even questioning, or is, do you really want me to do this? Is this for me? What do I get out of it? Or where are the resources going to come from? Who am I supposed to, what am I supposed to say? Do I, am I supposed to say that? Well, I don't know if that doesn't fit me. How is that going to work out? All these questions that have nothing to do with God's plan. So getting to a point, and it comes from being taught. So I go back to um, the teaching that you have provided as well. And another thing that is very very, very critical that I think that people need to understand is watching you as an example. So watching how you operate with God when God, and you tell it all the time, when God gives you something, you don't think about it. And so for me hearing that, I'm thinking, well, I want to be that way too, to where when God gives me something, I don't think about it. I just do it. And a lot of times we'll say, you know, we, we, we want somebody to look up to, or we want um, some examples and things like that. But sometimes the person that you have right in front of you, you're not following, you're not using as an example um, to get you to where you will, you know, be, be better off in God. So coming from that place of taking time to examine, all right, what am I doing that is causing these, my, my feet not to move to the vision that God has given? What's, what's my issue? And really self-examining myself and, um, making sure that I write down what my issues are and then going to God about it and actually making the decision to change some things. So it, and it's, again, it's a daily process. It's a daily action. It's a daily decision because on Monday, I'm literally telling God what you give me to do, I will do it. I won't think about it. Just tell me what to do and I will do it. And then from there, it's a day to day. Tell me what to do, God, I will do it. And when he tells me, I have, I I have to make sure there is no, quick thought right after that. So if he tells me, (laughs) if he tells me, go speak to this person, 
There is no a perfect example in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, All right, go ahead, go so ahead. <laughs> we have a phenomenal author that will be with us on Sunday. Um, her name is John D. Harris. So I went to her book signing, found it on Eventbrite because I was following what you gave me to do, find places to go. So God led me to her event, got there, and I was standing in the um, foyer area. Nobody greeted me. She came. I had no idea who she was at that time. She came and she gave me a hug. She said, welcome. I said, well, she's a nice person. And so I continued to stand there. I signed the guest book and all of that. And I looked to see where God wanted me to sit. And there were some seats in the back of the room that I was, I said, okay, I'll go ahead and sit in the back because I don't know these people. I'm just going to see what we're about. If the spirit ain't right, I'm going to be up and out. So, <laughs> bye y'all. So I waited and somebody started to um, talk to me about something. And so when I, when I ended that conversation, I looked up and there were people in the seats where I was going to sit in that particular section. And so I said, okay, well, God, where am I sitting? He led me to a certain row. And there was a woman, and I could see it on her face. There was a woman that came up. She wanted to sit on the end of that particular row, opposite of me. But one of her, the person that was with her, sat on the end seat. So she had to sit next to me. And she turned and looked at me, and she said, God wanted me to sit here. And I said, okay, well, amen, amen. So we started talking, and she knows Jondi. So I was able to find out from her, tell me more about her. And then when Jondi actually stood up to speak, she affirmed the things that Jondi was saying. Yes, she's an educator. Yes, she has a heart for God. Yes, she loves the Lord. Yes, she's a kind person. So because of the fact that I had to follow what God said to me, sit there. Don't sit where you want to sit sit there because that there is more to the story than you're just sitting in, a, sitting in a seat because you don't know anybody. You will know somebody if you just sit where I tell you to sit. You'll meet somebody if you sit where I tell you to sit. So there's a whole, there's a whole lot. You so remove. You, you know yes, you're messing up right now, not to interrupt you. You know you're it's messing fine. up right now because what you're doing is you saying that in every move we make, we need mm-hmm. to ask God, is that the parking space, God? Is that the seat, God? Is that the event, God? Because it could be a great event that does not need your attendance. It, yes. It, go ahead. Go ahead, Sister John. Yes, because you are absolutely right. And it goes back to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all your ways. So even if you're going to Kroger, public, all these, wherever. God, where do you want me to park? Because you may park where you feel is more comfortable for you, but you may go into the store, come out, and your taillight gone because somebody has <laughs> rammed into your car. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had parked where God said park, which is a little further up, one, you would have gotten some more exercise than you probably normally do. Two, your car would have been protected because that's where he wanted you to park. And I, I can take it back. And I just Let's take it back a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, you had um, you had us have service at um, I forgot the name of the building, but it's Georgia State Campus downtown. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember one Sunday in particular, I parked at a parking garage because I knew that area. So I said, okay, I'll just go ahead and park in this parking garage since there are no spots where we normally would park to unload and all that. But I could feel that wasn't where God wanted me to park. But I said, well, I'm going to park here anyway. We should be fine. Had service, powerful service, everything. Got back to my car. My car had been broken into. But if I had parked where God said park, 
then I would have been protected because that's where you park. That's where the rest of the ministry park. I parked away from the ministry. And so something, okay, I'm going to stop. Go ahead. So oh, I, I think, oh, you know, oh, hold on. Oh, so, so, so you parked away from the fold. Yes. I'm yes. Go, I'm going to go over here. I should be okay uh, when you should have been near where, where the design of the protection is. Yes. And, yes. And, I, I like what you said. I like what you said. And we, we're not going to go too far down that road. You were parking where you were familiar. Mm-hmm. And you assumed yes. it was okay because it was familiar. Um, yes. Well, well, let's throw that. Let's, let's go. So it, it, could that be a problem? Could that be a problem with um, moving forward with the gifts of God, moving forward um, with vision? Is that sometimes you get in your familiar place and not out of that place to where God intends for you so you can be protected and watched over and kept till you meet the final destiny that he has for your vision? Absolutely. We we gravitate to what's familiar. We lean heavily on what's familiar. That's a comfort zone, the familiarity of things that we're dealing with and things of life. And we like the people that are familiar. We like the, the places that are familiar. I'm, I'm most familiar with this restaurant. I'm most familiar with this um, group of people. I'm most familiar with this culture. I'm most familiar with this genre of music. But God, that will box you in. And then you want to say, well, Lord, have your way. Well, you just lied because if you are boxing yourself in and you're only focusing on what's familiar, but yet you're saying, God, have your way, you're, you're finding yourself in a place of being double-minded. So then that, that battle starts to, to really rise up because you're saying, Lord, have your way. And he's knocking at your familiarity, but you're fighting his will because you only want to deal with what's familiar. That person may be what's familiar to you. And that person may be the downfall of you accomplishing what God's oh, will is. Mercy. So, yes, sir. It's you over there showing out. You over there showing out. <laughs> Amen. And, 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 and no, no, we're not turning that loose. I'm sorry. We're not turning that loose. Uh, because if, if, if that familiarity has also been the perfection of your stagnation, you got to come out of it to break your vision loose, to break the completion of the vision loose. You have to break the generational curse loose. You have to break all of the things that deal with your individuality and all of the things that are your shortcomings. You got to break them. You got to break them loose because in that place is where your chains are stored, where your hurt is stored, where your depression is stored. Could you elaborate on that a little bit? Yes, sir. I have a, a, a an example for that. And I do have to give a shout out to your engineer, Brother Tate, because he is a part of this um, uh, shout out or he's a part of this this story that I have to tell. So uh, I remember and I, and I always thank you for for having us go back and remember when when we started certain things and how things were and see how far God has brought us. And so there was one particular day recently that I went back and looked through old flyers that I had done. And I said, Oh, my Lord, those were awful. Oh, those were awful. But look, at, but I remember then that my my familiarity, my comfort were earth tones were more so browns and dark greens and all those types of, you know, just very kind of dull colors for flyers that I was doing. And I remember I would work with Brother Tate, he would teach me certain things about uh, Photoshop and colors. And then you started to really hone in on give me brightness, 
give me life. Give me something that is out of the darkness and out of the depth, making it seem as though we're having funerals all the time. Give me something of, of brightness and, and light. And so taking all of that, if I had stayed only with my familiarity, then the flyers that we have coming out now would not exist from, from what God had given me. Amen. So I would not have a progression to see. I would not have a testimony to share. I would not have reason to give God the glory because I would always have to pray, Lord, lead my eyes to the template. Lead my eyes to the colors that need to be for this event. Because if I stayed in what was familiar, then I would not be able to have a, an open mind and be able to branch out and to expand. And so now being able to expand and have my mind broadened and my creativity broadened, I can say God has led me to this. He's led me to this template, to this color and so forth and so on to produce something of greater excellence for you, for the events and for what we do. But I would not have been able to if I only stayed in my box of dark greens and dark browns and all those types of colors. So a lot of times when we get caught up in our box of familiarity and comfort, when God has placed us around people that are willing to teach, willing to share, willing to train, to resist that is a slap in God's face. To resist that training and that teaching is disrespectful to mm -hmm. him because it's he made all of us and we all have different areas that we are expertise in uh, experts in and things like that so it's it's more of a come out and it's selfish it's very selfish to say all right well i'm going to figure you talked about it yesterday i want to figure this out myself i want to do this myself i want to learn this myself when god has placed you around people that will help you to get you out of your familiarity yes. to really get you out of your comfort zone because there's more to the picture than your little bitty box of, of comfort and familiarity. So it's, yes, sir. That, that was good. I, 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 you know, um, it's something about spiritual leadership and um, being taught of coming out of that comfort zone and, and being taught also how to lead and to lead people to the level that God intends for them. Um, to be at not not to carry them that's not what we're trying to do we're trying mm -hmm. to lead them and nurture and build and and place tools inside of them inside their vehicle so they can get to that place and not go there empty-handed um yeah. and have all the things that they need to have um let me ask this i'm um in 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 the whole arena now of church innovation and the depths of all of the new media and the new presentation packages and um, church pageants, you know, fire in the background and words everywhere. And um, has and has church innovative, uh, just ask you to pick your heart and talk to us, um, has church progression in, uh, in the innovative field, could that have set us back from digging into vision directly from God? Yes, absolutely. God will give witty ideas. He gives the wisdom that goes with it. He gives the grace measure that goes with it. So what happens is when we, we go to a church to visit, let's say, and we see how they have their screens, we see how they have their lights, and we look at that and we envy that and we say i we want that we do and then you go out and you purchase what they have and you try to bring it into uh, where you are at the churches you're at but that's not what god designed for that church mm 
So you're trying to bring in another man's tools to the house where you are in, where God said, that's not what I wanted for this house. And so we, we start to copy one another and we start to um, mimic one another. And we start to, all because of envying and jealousy and all that, because we think God is, God is more with them because they have the lights, camera, and the action. Or God is more with them because they have the screens with the words and all that, the smoke machines and all of that. But at the end of the day, God will give you the vision for that house, for that production, for that event. And as long as you stay focused on God, lead me, what would you have for this event? What would you have for this ministry? What would you have? And then follow that then it will be something that is innovative, of course, and it'll be something that will stir the hearts of those that will be drawn to that particular house. But a lot of times we won't take that time to seek God for the direction, for the vision. Mm -mm, Not at all. We don't Mm -mm. seek him like we should. We go out and we search and see what the trends are and see what's trending, see where the followers are are going, and we copy that, and then we expect God to bless it because we, we copied it. So um, these days you couldn't cross the Red Sea if nobody had crossed it already, pretty much. Right. But uh, <laughs> uh, I would like to push you a little farther, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, what area then, if we have copied everything, and we're talking about progression um, in the will of God, um, that was the topic today a little bit, um, and you are very progressive. You are very on the edge, and um, you you always innovative in so many areas and broadening every product and stretching it to the market as far as you can stretch it and learning your marketing tools. And I, I give you that. Um, you, you're very, very progressive in the market. Um, how far, let me just ask this, how far or where do you see where the church could stretch anymore and still say, and still stay authentic to the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ without compromising Yo, that's why you bit your lip without compromising the true essence of the purity of keeping God as everything. Okay, so um, for example, I went to the event this week and I wore a shirt that said, hey, scan the back of the shirt. And on the back of the shirt was a QR code with all of the links for ministry, business and all of that. And people there were able to scan it and see Heaven's Harvest Ministries and and businesses and so forth and so on. And people were saying, we don't see that. We don't see that. And it began to open up a door for conversation. Okay, well, where's the ministry? Where's your church? Okay, we're in Alpharetta. We're in LaGrange. We're going uh, other places as well. And just being able to share. So that right there, that T-shirt, a simple T-shirt with a QR code on the back. I know people do QR codes for their businesses and um, books and all that, but just for the ministry, for the church, for the ministry, for you can do a QR code for a storytelling about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just something that is not being done that God gave you the idea for, the vision for. Because the only reason why I had that shirt was because you talked about it. That's it. That's the only reason why God didn't give that to me. He gave it to you. I put feet to it, and now we see how it's being blessed. So. Um, making sure that God gives the vision is the first step to make to being able to um, for a church, and I say for a church mm-hmm. to go forward with um, some type of innovative idea to where He still gets glorified, the gospel is still represented and teach, um, taught and preached, and where souls can actually have a place to go to uh, hear more about God and and for baptism as well. You can have a a a T-shirt 
um, with a QR code to all of the, the baptism photos you have for your church. I mean, it's just... Oh, that's a great idea. You, 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 right, you know, it's just... Did you catch that, Brother Tate? That's a great idea. <laughs> Scan the QR code to see those that have been baptized uh, over the year or over the, the last few months or whatever the case may be. It's just those types of things because it's not, it's not about let me promote me. It's not that. God, what would you have us do to where uh, a soul will be impacted? Because where do you see a QR code for baptisms? Nowhere. No. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. You don't really see a QR code for ministry, period, mm-hmm. um, to the things of the ministry or to a message or to any of those things. Um, um, we're, touching, we're touching some things here that are innovative. Um, would that be a gut check for the body of Christ to become um, um, forward thinking into a place of where we become the innovators um, of the presentation of the gospel and not us being sold the product of? What do you think? Um, how do you see that? A lot of it goes back to prayer and conversation. So, of course, it goes back to praying because, you know, honestly, it's just we don't want to seek God because, number one, we don't want him to tell us about ourselves. Two, we don't want to hear. She's cutting up. (laughs) She's going to cut up. Hold on a second. She's cutting up. Go ahead, Sister Joy. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, when God gives an idea, he still works. For example, when he gives me an idea, he still works on me first. So if he gives me an idea to, to, to for example, with the with the T-shirt, okay, wearing the T-shirt, all right, make sure you are still presentable. Make sure the, that the shirt is ironed. Make sure, you know, all of that it gets, gets on me first. Um, make sure you're not trying to bring attention to yourself and all of that. And so even with um, ideas that God may give us, we still have to make sure, Lord, teach me how to project this idea. Teach me how to communicate this vision, this idea to someone else so that somebody can join and, and uh, run with it. But when he, we don't want to seek him because we don't want him to tell us about ourselves. We don't want to read the Bible because there's so much wisdom in scripture, but we don't want to read it because we feel as though it's going to be boring. We feel as though it's not going to be uh, helpful because it's not uh, quote unquote relatable to today's time, which is not true. Um, and so there's so many blockages that we, we put up when it comes to the church being forward thinking. I mean, there's so much in scripture concerning forward thinking and not turning backwards and going backwards, staying focused, don't look to the left nor to the right. And then you'll hear a voice um, saying, this is the way, walk in it. But then we don't want the Holy Ghost because we don't want to live right. So it just, all of it comes to, the heart is tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> we want you, Lord. We just don't want that righteousness thing. You know, we but uh, this is good. This is really good. I'll see if I can throw in one more in these last couple of minutes. Um, um, well, since we got checking the element of being forward thinking and progressive and following the vision, moving immediately on the vision when you hear it and don't wait to see the survey and return to the survey of it, if it's applicable or, um, or you can move it in the market, but just move it because God said to move it. Then what's what? What are we doing? We're waiting to be validated by people with no power. We're waiting to be validated by people who are only watching um, just to critique or to compare. 
And so we're trying to validate it by all the people when God says, put no trust in man. And so if God said, get on uh, social media, for example, what you gave for Titus 2 show, the world is our platform to get on Facebook Live and do a Titus 2 show. Okay, there was no thought to that. Just do it. And that's what we did. God gives you the idea for It's His Time podcast. There's no thought to it. Just do it. And because of that, you see how God blesses and blossoms um, the vision. But the problem is we don't want to do that a lot of times because we have to feel that there is an element of control that we have in the vision. We have to feel as though we have an element. Just it, it, I just need a little piece of control, something that I can say I had a hand in. Even though you're the feet to the vision, you're doing the work. And you're putting, well, you should be putting faith to it because faith without works is dead. So with it, with that comes um, getting that element of control, that spirit of control under submission and under subjection. So I would tell yeah. you what just fell on my heart while you was talking. Yes, uh, sir. Um, could that be the reason we don't perfect things? Because um, then we feel powerful in our correction. So we don't perfect it the first time. We don't give our best the first time. And it might seem crazy. I talked about the perfection mm -hmm. of your stagnation and the, the place of I'm, I, I feel good correcting it because then it's me. It's mm -hmm. me correcting it. Um, I know I'm flawed. I, it validates the rest of my life. Um, mm -hmm. That one glitch says that that gives room that we all have seen. Mm -hmm. And comes short of the glory of God. Nobody's perfect. I got that one glitch to validate the rest of my living standard, the rest of my daily walk. The re I'm gonna stay out of that. Come uh, on, hey, that's the, it. That's it. <laughs> the that's rest it. of um, where we don't complete God. The rest of our non-fasting. The rest of our mm -hmm. non-praying. Um, the rest mm -hmm. of our won't mm -hmm. obey God. Won't get in the Word. Won't submit to Word because we validated with that um, one moment. A feeling I would um my correction of my problem shows that mm -hmm. I have room for my failure. I have mm -hmm. room um to validate um all of the shortcomings and all mm -hmm. of the things I don't do, don't want to do, ain't feeling like mm -hmm. I should do it, and I'm not mm -hmm. gonna do that. One glitch of me allows me to leave myself room. Cause if I do it perfectly by the word, I'm left with no room to mm -hmm. validate anything but perfection from that day forward. So I leave myself room at that point to seem like it's one of those things me and me and brother Tate talk about it um, on a regular basis. You're not great because you fixed what you messed up. No. Maybe I'll try it again. <laughs> no, you're no. not great because no. you fixed what no. you messed up. You, mm -mm. you know, you don't get points because you're like, no, no, I got it now. I got it now, mm -mm. Pastor. Let me show you what to do. No, you should have showed me on the first time by not having one. And that's what God is saying sometimes. Show me um, by not having it that you love me that much and it's that serious to you. And that, Sister Joy, I done went to preaching. Um, that's good. That's good. That's good. Because <laughs> it brings me back to the place of um, what you were saying earlier that the word says that I'm um, lean not. And that scripture just gets so underrated. I've mm -hmm. never seen a scripture that just gets so underrated. Lean not to your own understanding, which means you could never fix it. And I, I get it now. What if God had to fix the air every day? 
And what if God had, I, I, I'm going to leave that alone. Lord have mercy. What, if God, what if God had to fix hearts every day? What if God had to fix eyesight every day? What if God, and if we understand that if God had to fix the air every day or every three days, where would we be? If he had to right. come down and formulate and redo the hydrogen and, and, the, and, the, and the two and the oxygen and had to, had to re every day come fix. And I know I'm losing a couple of people. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if God, every time he gets up, every time you get up in the morning, God had to fix a problem that you didn't fix that night before or didn't see. That's why he don't slumber. No sleep, and I feel like going down a road. But come I come on, come on, in the name. We are trying to justify imperfection. We are trying to justify not putting feet to the vision. We are trying to justify why we follow the world. We are trying to justify the lack of progression, and and we're trying to. And I'm saying you have perfected stagnation, people, because yes. you are justifying the second time around. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then bold on the correction, bold on the correction. And, and so bold, you try to fix perfection and make it seem like perfection's not because we all have. Right, right. It, no it won't just go. If anybody's around me, as you know, Sister Joy, in this small interview, um, <laughs> if something's messed up, I just go. So you say we failed. Mm -hmm. I just go to the mm -hmm. punch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I thank God for all your excuses. Um, what you're saying is we failed. That's it. And you hear that from me a lot. And when we talk and stuff, I'll do it quickly. So so we bombed. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, we can fix it. Oh, no, we can't. Mm -mm, the time mm -mm. period is over. That That's that sector it. that God had right there is gone. That mm -hmm. period of the door that went to the door, that was to the door, that mm -hmm. the other door was to that door, that was on a time lock. We keep forgetting all of our blessings on a time lock with God. Yes. It is yes. not, they don't have a key. The key is the obedience. The key is holiness. The key is, oh, Lord, I don't want yes. to preach you. Yes. In yes. the name of Jesus. Sister Joy, this is, has been a great interview today. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I can feel it. Everybody ain't happy right now because we uncovered um, all the flaws and the glitches. And they're not feeling it right now. The, the, because at the end of the day, in this wonderful progression, we've talked about um, progression in God's will. At the end of the day, Sister Joy Ellaby, um, all that you're doing is because you put the feet to the vision exactly while the timing is on the lock. Yes. 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 Now, and yes. he'll say, door open. I mentioned it because the door is open. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Jesus. Yes, sir. Well, do mm -hmm. you have a last statement that you would like to make <laughs> um, to everybody um, to sum up life progression or what God is doing for you? Or is there a last um, something you would like to say to everybody? Yes. If you know what it feels like to miss God's timing for executing vision, why would you continue in the same pattern of behavior that continuously puts you in that same feeling? Break it, break the perfection of stagnation, break your comfort zone. When God gives it, do it, don't question it, obey and see the blessings of the Lord come upon you. And he gets glorified. Lord have mercy. She covered that real well. And he does get glorified. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Joy Ellery, for coming on. It's his time today. And for those, this will be on 
Um, this will be on other platforms coming up in the next 24 hours. And all you have to do is tap in. It's on YouTube as well. Just go and subscribe and be a part of knowing when we are putting up new episodes. We are getting better. Um, things are working out really great. We thank God for everybody who's a part of it. We thank God for Sunlight TV. We thank God um, also for Kingdom First Productions. And we thank God for all of the entities that are part of what we do. And we thank God for Truman Specs. We thank God for publishing. We thank God for whoever found that $10 bill. I lost it. Amen. And we thank God for <laughs> every blessing um, that he is producing. Get yourself ready for this weekend, this Sunday, all day, starting at 930 in the morning. Um, somewhere around there, they having breakfast and other things and coffee and donuts, preparing for the Proverbs Principles Conference. I am excited. I am over the top excited. I am looking forward to your attendance and you being there. Come on out and join us. Enjoy ourselves. Um, the management of it and putting together an organization of it was by um, Kingdom First Productions. Um, and the CEO of that is Ms. Joy Ellerby. She does a tremendous job. If you want a conference put on and some other things, just reach out to her. And while you at it, she'll cover everything. You get a t-shirt, a candle, a pen, and a pencil. And, amen, if it's necessary. And she'll read your story time to your children while you fill out the paperwork and cash app her. <laughs> we thank God for all of his blessings toward us. To everyone listening today, I really do pray that the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in his sight, O oh Lord. I strengthen our Redeemer. I call y'all blessed today in Jesus' name. Let's have a great day. Thank you, Sister Joy Elevate. We look forward to seeing you soon. Tomorrow, Dr. GNP. We call you blessed. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye. Angola, cause I really needed it. Felt your presence out, that I'm finally obedient.